Okay, well, this video really is designed for those of us who have the privilege of leading teams, uh, teams full of uh, volunteers and people serving in our church, all different types of ministries across the church. And I really want to just talk about some things we've learned over the last few years as to how to look after volunteers, how to serve them well and honour them as they look to serve lots of other people. And I want to talk about uh, three aspects of leading a team and leading volunteers. I want to talk about people joining our teams and how we do that well. I want to talk about uh, how we look after and serve people who are in our teams and then also what to do when people want to step out of teams. So first of all, just to talk about how people join our teams. I think when, when we're looking to kind of recruit people for one of a better phrase, uh, one of the things we've learned is it's much better to talk about vision than it is to talk about need. Obviously, we know if we lead a team that, that we need a certain amount of workers or a certain amount of people to serve in this ministry, so there is a need. But actually, what we want to present to people when we are asking people to consider is we want to talk about vision. We want to talk about what we love about our ministry, why this ministry is really important, what, you know, how value it. And then we also want to value the people that we're asking to consider being involved. So why we think this person would be great to be involved. So I just want to say, as you talk about it, uh, present vision uh, rather than need. It's much more powerful and much more inspiring. Secondly, when people are looking to join your team or considering it, uh, one of the things we talk about is that we want to recruit people the way that we would like to be recruited. So uh, that means we need to ask people in a way that they can say no to us. So no one should feel press ganged into serving. There should be lots of grace. This is about an invite. We believe everybody has a contribution to make and can make a massive difference. And that's part of being a Christian and committed to a local church, actually. But at the same time, if someone's not there yet or for whatever reason their season of life is not appropriate, you know, we need people to be able to say no and they need to feel not pressured into serving. So ask in such a way that people can say no to us. And also when we are sitting down with someone and explaining what this ministry is, we, I believe, want to be as clear as possible. Because clarity is really important. In fact, I would say uh, the more clear you are, the better you do the joining process, the better someone's going to perform in your team. So just being very clear up front about uh, what kind of people we're looking for, what the time commitment is involved in this ministry, you know, how regular is the serve, what meetings you're going to ask them to attend during the year. Um, you know, are there any lifestyle issues attached to the role where you think it's really important this person is very clear on these three issues, they're clearly a Christian or, or they've really got this sorted in terms of their relationships with people. So things like that. Does someone have to be a member to be involved in this ministry? But just get very clear up front about what the expectations are and just state them so people know what they are buying into and there are no surprises down the line and you will find it is much better for you. And think carefully about and explain to them what initial training or orientation someone's going to have as they join your ministry, how they're going to learn what to do. And that needs to be very clearly thought through and clearly communicated to them. So just being very clear is important. And then two other things on joining. First of all, just you need to know if you're leading the team what the process is in terms of this person you're talking to, whether you need to reference their name somewhere else. So if you're asking someone to potentially lead a ministry, you're going to have to bounce that name off someone who oversees you to check that that is an appropriate ask. Or maybe on a smaller site, you will bring a name to a staff meeting 
and someone in the staff will represent you and just say, we're ask, thinking about asking so-and-so to be in this team, is that okay? Uh, they may be being asked to be recruited somewhere else at the same time and you're not aware of it, or there may be a reason where, why it's not pastorally appropriate for that person to serve in that ministry, and someone else will know that. So be clear on the process. If it's someone serving with vulnerable adults or in zero to 18s, obviously there are safeguarding processes people need to go through, and that's really important that we do that well as well. So just you need to know the process and make sure anybody new joining your team goes through that process. And then lastly, on joining your team, I would say, um, this is such a key step for someone. When someone says, I'd like to serve somewhere, or I'd like to be involved in your team, or I'm, I'm interested in finding out more about kids or youth or worship or whatever it is, uh, don't drop the ball, okay? If you are asked to follow up with someone, uh, we would ask you to do that really well. Make sure in the next few days you get to them, certainly within the week, you contact them, work hard to make contact with them, uh, rather than people getting lost. Uh, they felt like they stepped forward and no one followed them up, and that's obviously uh, would be a really, potentially quite a damaging thing for that person and a real shame for us as well. So. The joining part of uh, being in a team is really key and will affect how well someone performs in your team. Secondly, I wanna just talk about how do we treat people and honor people in our teams? How do we look after them in um, our teams so that they do really well? And we learned this phrase from a friend of ours years ago, Steve Nicholson, who said to, I remember him saying to me, we pay our volunteers with our time. Obviously, hundreds of people in our church are volunteering giving up their time voluntarily. And uh, how do we look after them? How do we honor that? Well, we give them our time. We, we make sure that um, we see them. We not only recruit them well, but we see them and we build into the life of this ministry regular moments. So every team, every ministry in our church should know how frequently during the year they're gonna gather as a team. Is that once a term? Is it once every six weeks? Is it, is it twice a year? It needs to be appropriate to the type of ministry and how regular the service. But whatever it is, um, there needs to be a regular rhythm of meetings for that team to gather and meet, to pray, to review, to plan, to communicate, to feedback, or to train, all those things. And that needs to be in place. And if, as a team leader, you don't have that in place and you never really gather your team, Effectively, you're not really running a team. You are, you're communicating a rotor. And in the end, not many people really want to just be on a rotor. And you will find that you will hemorrhage people off your team pretty fast. So having a regular rhythm of team gatherings, which is appropriate to the ministry and the regularity of the serve is critical. And it's, it's the way to build a healthy ministry and it's the way to really honor our volunteers. We pay them with our time and just humanly, obviously, the longer you retain someone on your team, the, the better the experience, the longer you'll retain them. The longer you retain them, the better they'll know what to do and, and they become even better servers and just give, you know, uh, just give more and more value to your team as they go on. So you want to retain people and you want to make it a really good uh, experience for them. I would also say when people are in your teams, you need to build teams which are sustainable. So you wanna build um, a scale of a team which is appropriate to the need, but also means that people are serving at a sustainable amount. So if you think about Sunday ministries, uh, we would say that generally we want people to serve about once every four weeks, once every three weeks, 
something like that on Sundays. We want them to be in the church service as well. Um, every other week is the very maximum level someone should be serving, and that is a very high level, and that's not really what we want to do like sustainably for any length of time. But have a sustainable rhythm where people are not over-serving, because that's not really stewarding their gift appropriately. It's not really fair on them. And remember, when people are in your teams, that your team is a place of connection. It's not just a place where we do task and where we maybe serve our kids or our youth or whatever it is this ministry is. It is also a place of connection for everybody who's in the team. And as the team leader, it is your job to make it a place of connection. Now that might be just as simple as when someone joins the team, the first time they've served in this ministry on a Sunday, that you ensure that everybody who's also on that team that morning learns their name and says hi to them, or you pray together as a team. Or it might be a lot more, there might be moments where you do socials. And that obviously all depends on the nature of the serve. But whatever ministry is, however regular it is, it should be a place of connection. And we want anybody who joins the team feeling welcome and feeling like, oh, I'm known and I'm not just doing a task, but people valued me, they explained it properly to me, people learned my name, someone said hi to me, someone thanked me. So it's a place of connection. And then lastly, I just want to talk about what do we do when people want to step out of serving. This is inevitable. People, you know, there are seasons in people's lives where they just need to step out for a while, where, you know, and we need to just be gracious about that, give people a break. And sometimes there are very good reasons why people should have a break. And so I just want to say, um, you know, be, be aware of that, uh, be sensitive to it. Also be aware that sometimes people step out, step out of teams because there's a pastoral situation in their own life, which means they need to take a break. And so if they do step out of your team, don't let that be the end of your concern for them because they might be stepping out because they're going through a really tough time and your team may have been the only place that they are known, particularly in the big church. So you probably just want to reference that to someone who oversees you, just say so-and-so is stepping out of our team, I know they're going through a tough time. You don't need to betray any details, or, but just so somebody else has got their eye out for that person and we would want to ask you to keep your eye out for them as well, even if they're not on your team anymore, because there could be something else going on. And then lastly, we ideally, this doesn't always work like this, but ideally we would say to every ministry, you should build into your expectations that you explain at the start, the process by which people leave. So often we would say, if someone says, oh, I want to step out of serving this ministry, we will often say, well, you know, could you serve for the next two or three months, like a notice period. That's not always possible, but sometimes it is. And the clearer you are at the start, the easier it is to ask that when they say that to you, because often you need a little bit of margin time just to recalibrate your team and your rotor so that you can kind of look after the gap that person leaves. So building in a notice period, which they are already aware of, really helps. Last thing to say, um, across every ministry, um, every aspect of the team, um, there's a little phrase I like to use, which is that we want to have high expectations and high levels of understanding. High expectations in that we believe everybody has a part to play, everybody has gifts to bring. In a sense, they're part of us. They can make a huge contribution to this ministry and to our church. And we aim high. We think people have got a lot and they could do a lot more than they realise. And we want to really encourage and challenge people to perform really well. But at the same time, we recognise that life can be challenging and sometimes people's lives are very difficult or go through very difficult seasons. 
And so we want to aim high, but we want to have high levels of understanding that at times people just need a break, or at times people just can't make that serve, uh, or whatever it is. And you want to hold both of those things in tension. High expectations for people, but high levels of understanding at the same time. Okay, I hope that's really helpful and um, that it helps you build your teams really effectively. Thanks.